Today, learn about a former Muslim terrorist turned good guy and his unique collaboration with a highly decorated U.S. general. Together, they're sounding a clarion call to warn the people about the greatest danger the world has ever faced. Just ahead on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, a program to help you to understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith, Bible prophecy, and world events surrounding Israel. When today's guest was just seven years old, he attended his first PLO terrorist camp, and he also carried out his first mission, sneaking explosives into Israel. For 20 years, he fought for jihad until God miraculously changed his heart. Today, you're going to hear from this former terrorist turned ordained minister and a consultant to the U.S. federal law enforcement agencies on terrorism and radical Islam. Please welcome back to the program my good friend Kamal Salim. My brother from the same father. Yes. Right? My brother from the, we're both children of Abraham, and uh, you have become, through the Messiah, a spiritual son of Israel, which is very exciting. It's an amazing really DNA. Really is. It is amazing. <laughs> if anybody had told me years ago that I would be sitting in a room talking with my friend, the former Muslim terrorist, I'd say you're crazy. But here we are, and God has completely changed your life. But I want to go back and introduce you to our audience, even though you've been on the program before. How does a former Muslim Brotherhood terrorist become an ordained minister of the gospel. Just just a br your brief history, it's an amazing, amazing testimony. Well, uh, you know, America has a God, Israel has a God. His name is Jehovah God Almighty. And he watches over those yes. nations. And, the uh, one true God, by the way. One Everybody agree with that? Yes. The one true God. And his name is not Allah. His name is not Allah. They're two different right. gods. But nevertheless, I was terrorized by love. You know, American people, when I was in the darkest hour in my life, they came and showed me something different. The Word of God says that the God of this world has blinded the unbelievers. Let the gospel of good news come and unveil them. I was unveiled by precious people who showed me the love of God and the truth when I needed them most. And when I compared the two, I found out that I was the radical. You made a statement to me before the program, and I really took notice of this. I want you to talk about it, that the most dangerous form of jihad, and I want you to define jihad for us, but the most dangerous form of jihad is not the terrorism like 9-11, but something far more insidious. So define jihad for us, and then what's more dangerous than overt terrorism? Well, uh, Robert Mueller said uh, jihad is not terrorism. Jihad is a part of the Islamic teaching. It's part of the being a better Muslim. The cornerstone of Islam, it is, it's called jihad. And the cornerstone itself, it's an upside down pyramid. And so therefore, the three points of, of that uh, jihad, it's called al-jihad fi sabilillah. It's only 3%. That is to accelerate in a way of Allah. That is a doctrine in Islam, it's called al-wala wal-bara'a. What does that mean? Is to love what Allah loved, the God of Islam, and to hate what he hated. So if he declared jihad against 
all non-believers, then all Muslims are commanded to do jihad. Now, in the, in the teaching of the Quran, it says if you could not commit jihad physically, then you have to enter in a jihad, whether it's financially, whether it's politically, whether it's any other flavor of jihad. But the cornerstone says to do everything in a way of Allah commanded, you know, the Muslim. And when you look at that hadith in Islam, uh, you know, the Muhammad, the Prophet of Islam said in the Bukhari, he said the days of Islam will not come about until the Muslim arise. What's the arising in, in jihad? And that is fi sabillah, to arise and finish what he called them for. So, but then you have jihad of the womb. 3% of the population, of the Muslim population, devoted to actual terrorist activity or holy war in the form of physical violence? The statistics, uh, it, it, it varies. You know, in uh, worldwide, we see about 18 to 27 percent, you know, an accelerating of Muslim becoming radical worldwide Islamic. In the United States of America, we see this accelerating to new level because the majority of the mosques in the United States of America are now today, they are infiltrated by a group called Salafate. And they are, you know, you know, finances coming from Saudi Arabia by a special group called Wahhabi. This and is so much information. I just want to try to, to distill it down. So jihad, which I've always understood to be holy war, correct, is more than just terrorism. Is more than just what we're seeing today with terrorist groups. Correct. Jihad is to go politically. It's called political jihad. Uh, we see how they are, have infiltrated our government, and we see our current government sleep with the Muslim Brotherhood. And uh, also we see jihad in, uh, you know, jihad of the womb, which is the birthing rate, how they are birthing, you know, accelerating. Overcome populations. Overcome populations. Pop with, yeah. with, with birth. For example, in France, for any civilization to withstand its, its culture, they have to birth 2.11%. Which is similar to the United States. Is the United States a similar one? Well, America is at two, you know, at uh, two point. At two. But when, and what is the Muslim community at again? Uh, right at uh, eight point one percent. Eight point one percent. So this is a calc, and you see Muslim families with twelve kids. By the way, we have the same thing among the Orthodox in Israel. You know, have a dozen kids and overcome the population through through children. Yes. And eventually, the population just keeps increasing. So that is a, you're saying that's a calculated strategy? Absolutely. Of, it's a Muslim brotherhood. It's a Muslim brotherhood strategy. It's how wow. to infiltrate culture. It's called culture jihad. So basically, now, for example, in, uh, today we have over 3,000 mosques in the United States of America. You know, uh, that's prior to, you know, uh, in the last two administration, you know, the last administration under uh, you know, Bush, we had less than 1,000. Now we have over 3,000. 3,000, and you made the statement before, and I want to connect it with this, that mosques are not just places of worship, they're recruiting centers. Mosque is an embassy, represent the Islamic State. So therefore, when a mosque is open in place, it, it, it answered to the Islamic State, and now when it's opened, what happened, the whole world will rally around this one mosque. But when a mosque is built, eight square block, around the mosque that become a holy ground and the Muslims start you know coming into moving into the area and populating the area to the point they build an Islamic center and they build Islamic 
schools. So you're telling me that we Let have 3,000 embassies, yes. Muslim embassies and recruiting centers in the United States. Correct, that because 1.5 million Muslims will fight for this one place if something to happen. When we saw the cartoon, you know, the, the, you know, the cartoon, you know, uh, DVD, what happened, the whole Muslim world went obnoxious on this because Erupted. they were riling, you know, uh, after this uh, one thing. But when we looking at United States of America, you see some of those mosques, they only have like 20 people, 40 people, but they are building those mosques and they are putting all this in place. And we see now with the border agenda that we have, you know, uh, Dream Act, and uh, we see, you know, the amnesty, we're seeing more Muslims are being shipped to the United States of America, even, you know, illegally, to the point now they are populating in those areas where it becomes state within the United States of America, are that little area. Are they recruiting people in those mosques? Absolutely. For, for, for jihad? Absolutely. Let's, let's examine that, you know. I mean, we need to examine everything. Look at the Anwar al-Awlaki, you know, the, uh, you know, he had uh, Nidal Hassan. It was his one of her pupils. You know, and then we look at the, you know, the, uh, the brothers in Boston, the one they did the uh, the bombing. You know, they were recruited in a the mosque. Then we look at you know the the, uh, the man from Texas, you know, uh, Joel. What happened is uh, he was uh, you know working for ISIS over there, recruiting in the mosque to do a war against military forces in America. You know, I mean. One after the other, they are working within the mosque. And the Wahhabi agenda is to ultimately to represent an Islamic radical movement to intimidate the culture. Don't go anywhere. More with Kamal Salim on the clear and present dangers we're facing with the rapid spread of militant Islam. And up next, the scattered tribes of Israel. Where did they disappear to? Could some of them have actually migrated to Africa and retain their identity? We'll find out. Stay tuned. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming the gospel, the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah, to the Jew first and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world as we share God's love and the good news that Jesus is their promised Messiah. Today, we are preparing for our next medical clinic to help an impoverished community in Gondar, Ethiopia, the Beta Israel, an abandoned people who have been practicing distinctly Jewish customs for centuries. Right now, we urgently need your help to equip and fund this vital outreach. Will you be a blessing to these suffering Jewish people? Time is running out for many of the most vulnerable there, especially infants and toddlers. Without our immediate help, some of these precious sons and daughters of Abraham may die needlessly for lack of basic medical care. You can help save them, but we must act now. Call or click right now to share life-saving help, and we'll say thank you by sending you Kamal Salim's riveting new novel mentioned on today's broadcast. Co-authored with Lieutenant General Jerry Boykin, the coalition transports you to a near future world in which Islam holds sway on a majority of Europe's population and is gaining ground all over the world. 
This is a must read that will help you to understand the dangers we currently face and just how end time prophecy may be unfolding before our very eyes. And if God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $120 or more to help bless some of the neediest Jewish people on earth, we'll send you this thrilling new novel and Jewish Voices moving statue, Soldier at the Wall, depicting an Israeli soldier praying at the historic Western Wall in Jerusalem. This keepsake will display your love for Israel and the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of extending life-saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now. Today, learn about a former Muslim terrorist turned good guy and his unique collaboration with a highly decorated U.S. general. Together, they're sounding a clarion call to warn the people about the greatest danger the world has ever faced. Just ahead on Jewish Voice. You just came out with a new book recently that you've done in collaboration with retired Lieutenant General Jerry Boykin called The Coalition. And it's a novel. What? Now, why do you guys write a novel? Well, it's an it's a, artistic signature, you know, <laughs> that we can exercise something without being on every news. Look what Kamal Saleem and General Jerry Boykin wrote about. So it's a novel. So but there's but, a real mess, clear message in here. Absolutely. Yeah, the whole book is written on based on reality. We merged both of our life together, his life and my life, and we brought current event to put it together, what's taking place, and the possibility how America could be taken down. So strategy is on many, many fronts. It's, it's, it's terrorism, but it's also political, it's cultural. It's banking. It's recruitment through mosques. How is it connected to banking? Well, America has eight, uh, eight uh, seven sphere of influence. You know, it has the uh, family, the media, art and entertainment, uh, government, militarily, education, and it has, uh, you know, all those elements, you know, of uh, the seven sphere of influence. And today, under our current administration, these sphere of influence been uh, infiltrated, you know, by Islamists, not Muslims, by Islamists. Every sphere. Every sphere has, you know, has been, you know, infiltrated. And we see Turkey is entering into this civilization jihad to start, you know, changing the American culture, the opening schools called Aneda School, which is to take young American men and boys and girls and educate them and give them an education that they will, uh, you know, will start, you know, Islamicize them in the school because it's free education system. So therefore, they are shifting our culture. But then you see in our school today, in history, in the geography, they're teaching the children, for example, how pretend that you are Muslim. And, and when you pretend that you are Muslim, then you need to participate in Ramadan, fasting and dress like a Muslim or pilgrimage. You know, give alms and do this, give a name, Muslim name to yourself, and then declare Allah, there's no God but Allah, Muhammad is prophet. And they're learning, you know, specifically what the Quran says, they're learning verbatim you know, by heart what the Quran is saying. So they understand the principle of training up a child in the way that he should go and he won't, they won't depart. So every front, talk about the financial sector. 
because I'm very concerned about how fragile in 2008 we saw what happened how America fell into this uh, you know uh, our economy fell out of orbit, and we saw Islamization funds came to the United States of America to help. When one was vacuumed, the other one came in. And now they were offering Sharia law banking, for example. Sharia law banking is to come to all our banking system and offer Islamic money. In Islam, 2.5% must go to what's so-called zakat. Zakat is part of, part of the uh, five pillars of Islam. And 17% of the 2.5 must go to jihad. Again. I think what's so shocking as we listen to you is how strategic this all is. Yes. It's just, and it's, it's really diabolical. What is Sharia? We hear that term often on the news. We, we read it in the paper, Sharia. What is Sharia? Sharia made is made from trilogy. The trilogy of Islam, it is the Quran, which is 14% of Sharia, and then Hadith, which is the tradition of Islam, and then Sirah, which is the biography of Muhammad. I can relate to it as a Jew. We have the, the, the Torah and the prophets and the writings. Uh -huh. We also have the oral traditions and customs, and then we have all the historical books as well. You gotta understand that Muhammad modeled himself after the Jews that the majority of everything that he brought to the Quran, it was incorporated from the Torah. That's why we have, you know, leaders, you know, highest places in our nation to say, well, I'm a Christian or I'm a Jew, uh, but then ultimately they are Muslim. And how they can say they are Christian or Jew? Because the teaching in the Quran, it has Christianity and it has Judaism from the Torah and from the Bible. So therefore what happened, they can say, I'm a follower of this, but I'm ultimately I'm a Muslim. Well, there's an embracing of Abraham as Father Abraham. Yes. But through Ishmael, not through Isaac. That's right. So, and then, but you, you have kind of a counterfeit. And then you have a recognition of Jesus as a prophet of God. They recognize Jesus, but not in the way that a, a true follower of Jesus would recognize him. Muhammad, when he came in here, he modeled himself as a Jew. And uh, he came to the Jewish people. He said, well, I'm your last prophet. They said, mm, you're not. No and way. he went to the Christian. They said, oh, well, I'm one of your prophets. They said, mm, you're not. <laughs> and so he went to the Quraysh people. He said, well, God, send me over you. They said, we have enough gods. We don't need one of your God. You know? And uh, so therefore, they shunned him out. So when he went from Mecca to Medina, Islam changed from peaceful to radical. And so therefore, Allah so he was, replaced he was everything. Rejected. He was rejected. He was shunned by his own people. And so what happened, Islam changed from peaceful to radical because Allah said, I have changed my mind and I have given you something greater. What I've given you over there will replace, will replace it. And you must follow this last one. The last book in Islam was given, Surah number seven, which is the sword, the book of the sword. But when you look at all this, what happened is, you know, Islam must find itself to be under the umbrella that we worship the same God in order to destroy the true living God and replace it by the God of Islam. But it's not the same God, is it? No, we do not worship the same God because one God is a true God that he loved the world and he gave his only son. One God says, if the whole world and the fullness of it worth a net leg to me, I'd have destroyed it time and time again, but it's worth nothing Completely, to me. completely different. One gave his son, one gave an orphan man. Now let's go, let's go back to Sharia, understanding 
the idea of Sharia. It's what very is Sharia? important. Sharia is, so we find that the Sharia is only 14% religion. The rest of it is a fullness of government. It's a full government system. And it has military, it has civic, it has judicial, it has uh, everything in Islam. Is tell, it's told to you how to live your life. So, you so Sharia not, law is not just is not just a religious code. No, or it's a group not. Of laws. It's a whole system. Correct. And the, the secret of Sharia is the seerah. If the the Quran and the Hadith do not bear witness in the biography of Muhammad, then it's not real. So when we hear our president or many people saying. ISIS is not an Islamic, you know, they are not real Muslims. On the, on the contrary, they are the true essence of Islam. It, because when Islam came with Muhammad, ISIS was, it was the model. ISIS is modeling itself exactly what Muhammad the Prophet Islam did. So they're being, they're the true, truest representation Absolutely. Of, what, of what Muhammad Al taught. Al-Qaeda, uh, Taliban, uh, ISIS, this is the true Islam. Well, I'm proud to be your brother. I really am. <laughs> Kamal Salim, everybody, my brother. It's my own. Uh, up next, there's many myths and legends surrounding the mysterious lost tribes of Israel. The Jewish people have been scattered throughout the nations of the world. Could some of them be living in remote areas of Africa? We'll give you the answer just ahead on Jewish Voice. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming the gospel, the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah, to the Jew first and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world as we share God's love and the good news that Jesus is their promised Messiah. Today, we are preparing for our next medical clinic to help an impoverished community in Gondar, Ethiopia, the Beta Israel, an abandoned people who have been practicing distinctly Jewish customs for centuries. Right now, we urgently need your help to equip and fund this vital outreach. Will you be a blessing to the suffering Jewish people? Time is running out for many of the most vulnerable there, especially infants and toddlers. Without our immediate help, some of these precious sons and daughters of Abraham may die needlessly for lack of basic medical care. You can help save them, but we must act now. Call or click right now to share life-saving help, and we'll say thank you by sending you Kamal Salim's riveting new novel mentioned on today's broadcast. Co-authored with Lieutenant General Jerry Boykin, the coalition transports you to a near-future world in which Islam holds sway on a majority of Europe's population and is gaining ground all over the world. This is a must-read that will help you to understand the dangers we currently face and just how end-time prophecy may be unfolding before our very eyes. And if God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $120 or more to help bless some of the neediest Jewish people on earth, we'll send you this thrilling new novel and Jewish Voices moving statue, Soldier at the Wall, depicting an Israeli soldier praying at the historic Western Wall in Jerusalem. This keepsake will display your love for Israel and the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, 
please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of extending life-saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now. Our mandate at Jewish Voices to go anywhere in the world where there's Jewish people open to the gospel and it takes volunteers. This is absolutely critical to these outreaches and I promise you this, if you come on an outreach, God will use you and in the midst of using you, he will change you as well. We need you to say, Hineni, here am I, send me. I think when you see the need, um, when you take care of some of these people who are so poor and so appreciative and really so very sick, and really coming and doing some of these trips is what helps me keep going during the year when I'm doing my regular practice. I'm forever going to be changed over this entire experience. It's the best thing that has ever happened to me. The Lord is looking down on this with favor and he's looking down on this that he loves culture and he loves diversity. And uh, I had such a warm, wonderful feeling that uh, the Lemba here are very gentle and loving people and that the Lord has not forgotten them and that they have retained as much as they possibly can of their culture and of their, um, of their Jewishness. There's so much more to do. We'd love to have you join us on one of our medical outreaches. For more information or to volunteer, you can call 800-299-9374 or you can go to www.pleaseanswerthecall.org. All one word, pleaseanswerthecall.org. Imagine celebrating the miraculous power of the Passover against the breathtaking backdrop of the sparkling Eastern Caribbean Sea on board a luxurious Royal Caribbean cruise ship. Rejoice at the Messianic Passover Seder led by Rabbi Jonathan Burness, remembering God's mighty hand delivered the Jewish people from bondage. Worship because the miracle held a mystery revealed and completed in Yeshua, Jesus, the Passover lamb, an ultimate sacrifice for our sins. This is the Jewish Voice seven-day Passover cruise on the turquoise waters of the Eastern Caribbean and the enchanting white sand islands of St. Martin, St. Thomas, and Nassau, Bahamas. You don't want to miss the beauty, worship, and celebration as we share the mystery and the miracle of the Passover on the seas. Join Jonathan Burness and Jewish Voice April 16th through 23rd, 2016. Cabin Space is limited. Book now for the best rooms and rates. Call or click today. Since 1967, Jewish Voice has been dedicated to proclaiming the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is Messiah and Savior to the Jew first, and also to the nations. Now, one way we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. We've been able to demonstrate God's love by providing these people with medical care, dental care, eye care, eye surgeries, all free of charge, but most importantly, we share the gospel. And it's because of your faithful support that we're able to make a difference in their lives. I've selected some helpful and encouraging resources that I'd like to send you. 
you can call or click or write now to share and request them all. And remember, your generous gift is going to be used to help some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Hey, by the way, we're on Facebook. You can check us out by going to facebook.com slash Jewish voice. Well, that's all the time we have for today as I leave you. I want to remind you, as I do in every program, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. The Bible promises they shall prosper that love thee. Until next time, this is Jonathan Bernis saying shalom, and God bless you. Jewish Voice is made possible by the support of friends and partners like you.